0: From the Business Section of the New York Times Britain's Financial Machine Mostly Leery of an EU Exit by Stephen Castle. With a referendum looming on whether Britain will leave the European Union, the country's voters seem sharply divided on whether to stay or go. But for the big banks that dominate the city, as London's financial industry is known, there is little disagreement. They do not want to risk going it alone. London is a major financial gateway, the biggest and busiest in Europe and rivaling Wall Street as a hub of international trading in stocks, bonds, currencies, and commodities. In the extreme, banking executives worry about a painful economic and financial fallout from a British exit, known in the political shorthand as a Brexit. Even without a major shock, it could force global banks like HSBC, J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, and Morgan Stanley to reassess their European operations, a logistical challenge that would affect the most basic transactions. London is a global center. It's also a European center. One is contingent on the other, said Alan Halman, Managing Director of European Government Affairs for Citigroup. Financial institutions come into London from third countries like the U.S. and from the rest of the E.U., so this creates this huge ecosystem at which London sits at the center. Prime Minister David Cameron, who wants his country to remain in the bloc, is negotiating changes to the country's terms of membership ahead of a summit meeting with European leaders on February 18th and 19th. The referendum in Britain could come as soon as June. With his counterparts in Europe, Cameron is trying to secure Britain's status in the financial hierarchy by seeking assurances that banks and other firms will not be discriminated against as the Eurozone becomes more integrated. He is navigating a political minefield. As much as Germany and France want Britain to stay part of a club that has helped reinforce peace and regional stability for decades, Other members worry about the precedent of granting any one country too many side deals or breaching fundamental principles of unity. And the big banks are hardly a sympathetic cause, making industry executives somewhat more tempered in their comments on a Brexit. The British public blames highly paid bankers for the financial crisis and the scandals about currency trading and interest rate rigging. British businesses of all sorts benefit from being able to buy and sell in the EU's estimated $15.1 trillion common market economy and its 500 million people. And though immigration is a contentious issue, British companies benefit from their ability to hire any EU citizen. Bankers do not exactly love the raft of regulations in Europe, like the cap on bonuses and a proposal to tax financial transactions, but many believe that a Brexit, would be problematic. A big concern is that a Brexit could set off an economic downturn for Britain and a plunge in the country's currency. Financial services represent more than 14% of Britain's nearly $3 trillion economy, according to the City of London Corp., the de facto municipal government for much of the financial district. Were Britain to leave the EU... Bankers in London might no longer have the automatic right to provide services to clients in other European nations, like securities trading, foreign exchange, and investment management. Britain would also relinquish its ability to help shape, block, or amend European financial and banking laws. It could be demoted, in the catchphrase of anti-Brexit campaigners, from being a rule maker to a rule taker. Banks won't disappear from London overnight but they will over time if Britain votes no to the European Union. Michael Sherwood and Richard Gnoda, the co-chief executives of Goldman Sachs International, argued in an op-ed article in The Times, the London newspaper. Goldman has been more visible than many big banks on this issue and has donated a six-figure sum to Britain Stronger in Europe, a lobbying campaign that is opposed to a Brexit. Goldman declined to comment on its donations. Even bankers who operate solely within Britain acknowledge the potential disruptions. Secure Trust, a small domestically focused British bank, has little to gain commercially from the European Union's single market. The bank's chief executive, Paul Lynham, is also unhappy with the way European regulators interpret international rules. He notes, for example, that the EU requires secure trust to maintain capital reserves, cushions against risk that he says are larger than necessary for an institution like his that mainly serves consumers and small businesses.